Good afternoon, Facebook Live followers on WKYT's Facebook. Brian Milam, Lee K. Howard, Dave Baker. We are in a chilly, and I mean cold, Nashville as we await the quarterfinal round of the SEC tournament for the Kentucky Wildcats. And gentlemen, we just heard a massive roar just a couple of minutes ago because it looks like Florida is about to take out LSU. Andrew Nebhardt hit a three for the Florida Gators with one second left on the clock. There's one second left on the clock. I believe they're in a timeout right now. So I don't know what the uh, Will Wadeless LSU Tigers are going to be able to draw up with one second, but they're down three, and it looks like there's a first big upset of this tournament. We, we, we talked about it the other night on our JMI special on the UK Network. How much would all this stuff affect LSU? Yeah, that's right. Will Wade came out yesterday, said he wanted to coach, but he did not go in for an interview with the school and the NCA. And Javante Smart, yeah. who he was allegedly talking about on the tape, did that he was reinstated today don't know how much he's practiced with the team or not what effect did that have so so who knows one one point technically since we're on facebook live i currently have no mix minus in router two if somebody could help me out with that we'd be great uh 76 73 that is now a final florida wow. upsets wow. lsu in the uh quarterfinal round of the uh, sec tournament so the here. gators are in the semifinals. as for kentucky the Wildcats take on the Alabama Crimson Tide, and it's been a little more than two months, almost two and a half months, since the only meeting between the Tide and the Cats. And, you know, back then, everybody thought Kentucky loses the first game, Lee Kay, and then everybody went into panic mode two and a half months later. I think the Cats fans have kind of calmed down a little bit and know they're in a pretty good spot. I think that kind of woke up the Wildcats, if you will, the first conference game of the year, obviously the first conference game for all the freshmen on the team. And I don't think they knew exactly what to expect going into an environment right. there where against an Alabama team that hadn't had success against Kentucky. And, and they kind of took one on the chin. And I think it did help propel them throughout the rest of the uh, conference season. Here's the thing that concerns me so much about it. We can talk about the game in a minute while we're here and everything. But in terms of what you just talked about with that roar with oh Florida. My. Okay, so Florida, up until this point, everybody said they were in. But, you know, they do all the power rankings and everything on ESPN. And Jimmy Dykes pointed out during the broadcast that right now Florida was about a 56% chance to get in. If they <laughs> lost, they had 29% chance to get in. And if they won, it was like 87%. Earlier today, Dari Noka from the SEC Network was texting back and forth with Joey Brackets and said, okay, so what does this mean for Alabama today? And he said, it's simple. Alabama beats Kentucky right. and they're in. They lose and they're out. And we laugh at John Calipari for saying, somebody's always having a t-shirt yeah. night or they got something to play for. I mean, Kentucky is squarely in. They're gonna be a one or two, but this is it for Alabama. And you know, we talked, you're gonna hear from John Calipari later in our newscasts about a correlation between the Tennessee game in Knoxville, which was a revenge game, right? and now you've got an Alabama team fighting for their lives. They are backed into the corner, and there's only one way out, and that is straight ahead. And that means taking out Kentucky today. And they've proven that they've done it once already. Yeah. They're not going to be a team that comes in here timid at all. They know that they've beat the Wildcats, and Cal said last night they might have an advantage on their side having played a game already last night against Ole Miss, a hard-fought game, so they're going to have some momentum going into tonight's game. And like Buzz said, this is do or die for Alabama. It's either in the NCAA tournament or out of the NCAA tournament. So in some ways, they have more to lose than the Wildcats do in oh, this there's, game. There's no question. You look at what happened last time. First of all, Tevin Mack, the kid that transferred right. from Texas, not a guy that shoots a ton of threes, 
but there have been two games this year. There have been two games this year where he's hit five threes in a game. There's only been one where he hit six, and that was Kentucky when he hit six out of eight. And then Dante Hall had a monster game too. It was 11, uh, 10 points, 11 rebounds, something like that. And and so the big question, obviously, though, yeah, how does Reed Travis yep. fit into the mix? How much does he need to do tonight? How much are they back in sync? with him being gone. Well, the first time around, Reed Travis, the Cats went to him early. Two dunks inside yep. the first yep. four minutes. Inside the first television timeout, UK went right into Reed Travis. First game, 12 points, six rebounds against Alabama. What impact will he have on the game? Will he be able to free up P.J. Washington? Because when Reed was on doing the stuff that oh, yeah. does not appear in a lot of the box scores, P.J. Washington, people said, okay, SEC Player of the Year candidate, National Player of the Year candidate, which we knew that was a long shot with Zion doing what he did. But what impact does he have? How much does he play tonight? I think he gets in there, and Cal just kind of determines his playing time based on how he's going. Yeah. And I, th I don't think he plays a whole lot tonight because I think they're going to want him a lot tomorrow if Certainly. potentially that Tennessee game awaits in the, oh, in the semifinals. <laughs> but, you know, even Avery Johnson last night after the win against Ole Miss was already talking about Reed Travis. And at that point, we didn't know or he didn't know whether or not Reed would be in the lineup and how much that would impact the defense and the offense for Alabama. Uh, and, and as only Avery Johnson would say, I mean, they were certainly concerned about uh, and we, we just have to be joined by Avery Johnson right here uh, with us right now. Well, so. you know, Alabama's got to play good basketball. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop yeah. it. Uh, Avery Johnson just is my it, guy. Stop it, stop it. Uh, I, I love the way he coaches his team. Uh, I, you know, I saw Wimp Sanderson yesterday when we were going through. I would love to see Avery come out in the plaid jacket just to give homage, pay homage to the wimp. Patino did that once, and once. it got right, you know, standing room only right. ovation. I think Avery Johnson, he's never beaten Cal in the SEC tournament. He's perfect against everybody else. Right. But can Alabama get over the big blue hump that they cannot get over the last several years? Yeah, I, here, here's the question. I, don't forget to monitor speaking I'm, questions. I'm watching Facebook Live <laughs> right He's here. looking Facebook questions. If you have uh, a question, let me know. Um, the thing about that is Avery Johnson with his NBA experience, he's a matchup guy. Yeah. And I think absolutely what he's going to do at the start of this game, I think he's going to go right at Reed Travis. I think, they're to. Gonna try, I think they're going to try to run from some sets for Dante Hall. They're going to try to, A, see how mobile he is with that knee, B, what kind of condition he's in, and C, try to get him in some foul trouble. So, so in addition to that, I think I think what you're going to see is is them just come out and just play really, really loose. I was I was really perplexed, and I I don't know what to make of it, you know, because Cal is really good at the gamesmanship, but he not only went to the point of saying that Reed Travis would play, yeah. but he had the guys on his website get some video last night, which is really unusual for a coach in this situation, don't you think? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, we also heard that, you know, last week they put they hung up his jersey at the Ole Miss game. Is he going to play then? And he right. didn't play. So there is some gamesmanship, uh, no, no question. I did predict, unfortunately, when Kentucky was in Knoxville, when with our partners at VLT, we did a right. Facebook Live there, and I said, if I am Rick Barnes, Kentucky has one Achilles heel, in my opinion. That is the inside play. Nick Richards often gets in foul trouble. You're right. I think, I think Alabama goes right at Reed Travis, test the knee, because if he was to get into foul trouble, 
then EJ has got to step up. Right. And against Tennessee, EJ got into foul trouble. And I think that what we now hope is that Reed Travis comes into this game tonight and has a Zion-esque oh, return not? to the lineup, kind of like Zion Williamson did last night for Duke. It looked like he was fresh and ready to go. So there's also the, the flip side of the argument. Maybe Reed doesn't come into this game tonight rusty. Maybe he comes into the game somewhat rested. He hasn't had to play the past five games. And so there is an argument that he could come into the game with a little bit more oomph than the other guys who've been playing all these games since he's been out. Hey, if I'm Cal, I'd say, Reed, look, we don't expect a lot out of you, but your presence on the court means a great deal. You've got five fouls. Get in there and bang around some people, and let's see how they respond because, yes, Alabama can take it at Kentucky, but it works both ways. Get it to Reed. Let him lower the shoulder a couple of times because you get hit once by it, okay, you get hit twice, you're going to be a little gun-shy with it. And, and I think I think that's the best point that's been made up here today is, is the fact that Here's what you got to do, and, and you got to go at people, and you've got to make them play at both ends of the court. Sure. Yeah, you know, look at what Zion Williamson did. Sure, he did a lot last night, but more than that, it was his presence. They they had to they had to figure out where he was at. Now, yeah. I couldn't stop him, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> they, they, knew they, they, knew, they knew where he was. Only and, Nike can stop him. And, and, they're, and they're, always, they're always, you know, head on a swivel looking to see where he is. That's what Travis can do. The other thing I think is going to be interesting tonight, I can't remember the la matchups from the last time, but is Ashton Hagen's going to be the guy that they're going to roll him out there and say, hey, this dude, he ain't getting six tonight in terms of three-pointers. Yeah. Okay, let me let me take us to Facebook yes. Live here, get a couple of questions here. And By the way, this brought to you by Bluegrass Orthopedics, Absolutely. Our, our good right. friends over there. Uh, a couple of questions. Uh, Stephanie asks, do you think Ashton plays great tonight? Kind of leads into what you were just saying. How do you feel like Ashton comes out and plays tonight? I think tonight? that starts on the defensive end. Right. You know, personally, uh, Cal needs him to play defense first and foremost. You need him to facilitate the basketball secondly. Third, whatever offense you get out of Ashton, and when he's not driving to the basket is a positive and a plus. If he can shoot the ball, if he hits a three, right. it's an outside jumper, it softens up the defense a little bit. But I think Ashton starts it on defense, adds to it with passing the ball, driving, dishing, what have you. I think I could see him scoring, you know, 10 points, having about six assists. That'd be a great day you, for him. You get 10 points yeah. from Ashton Hagen, you're, that's you're a big good. bonus. Yeah. I mean, you want him to do nothing he but get out there. He had the first time against Alabama. You know, at the beginning of the season, they were over the charts, the UK people were, in terms of listing the steals and then the revised yeah. steal right. numbers. Okay, <laughs> if he gets those, that's fine. But just be the disruptor out there right. and don't let somebody go where they want to go. Make that guard turn and come back into help that's waiting. All right, Buzz, I'll ask you this question from Jackson. How many points does P.J. Washington have to score tonight to get a win for the Kentucky Wildcats? I don't know that he has to score a certain number, but I think he's got to be that beast Washington instead of P.J. Washington. Yeah. And so I think, you know, he's got to get in there. He's got to be active. He's got to show that he can do a lot of different things. It'll be a home game atmosphere. You know, we can talk about crowd and everything like that. And I think there'll be a bunch of folks from Tennessee here, but it, it, it's just been kind of different. But I, I, I think that P.J. has to have a big game. Great he question, has to at Jackson. least be in the, in the double figures, I, I think. Oh. I mean, he, oh, and, and if P.J. can be 3J Washington and knock out a couple of three-pointers, <laughs> that, like would, that. that would be a big help. Okay, another question here from uh, Steven says, uh, actually from Samuel says, thoughts on Travis coming back after being down? We talked about that. Christopher says, uh, if Kentucky gets beat tonight, do they automatically drop to a two-seed in the tournament? Uh, NCAA Again, tournament. It's kind of, that's debatable. Yeah, that's it, it's question. it's kind of like what you do and what everybody else doesn't yeah. do. I mean, everybody seems to think that Gonzaga is going to stay at one, but I mean, and 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 that's going to be on the strength of the fact that they're the only team this year 
to have beaten Duke with Zion Williamson. But that was back in what, November, oh, yeah, December? That was, that was back in 2018. That was early. <laughs> right, it absolutely was. I think North Carolina is really trying to make a case for a number one, the way that they're playing. Of course, they played Duke in the semifinals of the ACC tonight. And then I think it's going to – I think Kentucky, Tennessee, if they meet, could very well be for a number one. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get Virginia, Carolina, and Duke at a number one. I, I think that's really tough to get three number ones from one conference if, let's say, Carolina runs the table during the ACC tournament. I think if Kentucky was to lose today, you look at, okay, does Tennessee lose? Who right. else loses? Because you'd figure then, if Kentucky does lose, Duke would be a one. Then they need to knock off Carolina, probably need to beat Virginia, things like that. It's it, a trickle-down effect. I think when you look at the uh, the seeds, the, the four number one seeds, I, I don't think they're going to give three number one seeds to the ACC. Yeah. So they're going to give two of them, Gonzaga and the other two. And that, like you said, that's going to be Virginia and either Duke or North Carolina. And I think the SEC will slip into that fourth seed, whether or not Tennessee or it's Kentucky will will certainly be no, determined No offense night. to anybody else, but, I mean, you can make the case that – this half of the Kentucky bracket now here is playing for an SEC championship because you've got Florida moving on. Who you got in there playing now? Auburn's playing. You're going to have Mississippi question. State. Mississippi State uh, plays again tonight. Well, they play Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee tonight, Tennessee, so they're on the tonight. Kentucky half yeah. of the bracket. Uh, South Carolina. Who that's right. Somehow. The fighting snuck, Frank Martin. How did they get into the four right. seat? I mean, when you think right. about the great season turned in by Ole Miss, who did falter down the stretch. Yep. Oh, yeah, by the way, that Columbia team from the eastern right. part of the conference somehow slides but, into the But, but I mean, seriously, you'd have to think that whether it's Kentucky or a Tennessee that comes out of this side of the bracket, they're going to be a big favorite in Should a be. Sunday championship no game. Absolutely will. Okay, Paula says, y'all going to lose tonight. Unfortunately, Paula, we're not playing, so we're not going to lose anything at all. Well, uh, Rob Romley coaches the WKYT All-Stars. I'm not real sure. I just wanted to make note that Come on, we're Paula. actually not – Winning Paula, or losing. Come on. I'm not even suiting up or stretching. Uh, <laughs> Steven says, how many threes do we need to hit tonight? I think as, you as just Kentucky. have to score one more point than the other team. I don't think, you know, I don't think three pointers are, are the, the a necessity. It'd certainly be nice. Uh, but if Tyler Hero gets off to a good start, I, I'm a firm believer in the first five minutes of the game or the first five minutes of the second half. I want to see what Keldon Johnson right, does right. because when he's off, Yes. He is off. I, I, but when I he's agree. on, man, look out. I agree. Uh, me, a, lot me, of, a lot of people from the Kentucky side of things don't want to hear this, but I always go back and I've always remembered this. Something Patino said early on. It's not how many threes you make. It's how many you limit the other guys to. True. And if you look at what happened last time, Tevin Mack don't hit six and, threes. And in that game, uh, the first game on January the 5th, Kentucky went through a stretch in the second half of about three and a half minutes where they, yeah. where they didn't score a single point, and yeah. Alabama built a 10-point lead on them. Yeah. They've got to avoid runs like that. Yep. They certainly cannot go cold. Uh, Randy asked, North Carolina's beaten Duke twice. How can Duke be a number one seed over them at this point? Well, the, the, the answer is Zion Williamson. Well, sure. The answer is Zion didn't play all but, but about – 20 first seconds minute, first minute and, first, half first minute. and so and the committee's already said that they will consider sure. uh duke team with and without zion so uh you know if duke comes out and handily beats north carolina tonight the committee's going to look at duke as a better team than north carolina even though carolina's beat duke twice it'll be interesting already. to see how some of that turns out in terms of next week once we are able to get some insight from the committee about what they did because Mitch Barnhart, the UK Athletics Director, is on that selections committee. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Let's talk like pr that. predictions here. Kentucky and Alabama, okay. I have not seen a point spread, but, you, but you'd think that Alabama certainly has a little bit of momentum playing one game already, so they have a little feel for it. 
I think Kentucky comes out, and I'm not going to say they blister Alabama early, but I think this is a team that's going to slowly pull away and win by 12 or 13 today. That's just my wow. opinion. That's a big spread. I was going to say a little bit closer. I think Kentucky does win tonight over Alabama. Uh, it's going to be an ugly back-and-forth type of game. Uh, I think Tyler Hero comes out and hits a couple of threes, and he's probably the player of the game for the Wildcats. Uh, and I say Kentucky wins by six or seven. I don't know All about right, final score. This, this game – I'm telling you, from a Kentucky standpoint, it scares you to death. I mean, again, Calipari jokes about it all the time, about T-shirt night and everything. I mean, at this time of year, it's who needs the game the most. And nobody needs it worse than Alabama. Kentucky's going to be a great seed in the NCAA tournament. They've been a very focused team. They've right. locked into what Cal is doing. But I, I listen. I, I would have predicted a double-digit win if Ole Miss had gotten through because Ole Miss is going to the NCAA tournament as well. This is your your proverbial dog fighting for his life tonight, and I think it's going to be a very difficult game for Kentucky. I would not be surprised if, once again, this is not a last possession game. John Calipari, 12-1 in the Bridgestone Arena during the SEC tournament, the only loss back in 2013 when the Cats did not have Nerland's Noel. And again, Avery Johnson, as the Alabama coach, has not defeated Kentucky in the postseason. We'll see what happens tonight. For Dave Baker and Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian Milam. Thanks for watching Facebook Live, and we'll see you tonight after the game between Kentucky and Alabama.